0: God, that you would heal our land. Pray and lift up, our God, our children, our young people, oh God. We pray, oh God, that we are able to do our part, oh God, to spread the good news of Jesus Christ to our young people and to generations untold. God, we're grateful for this day. We're grateful, oh God, for another day above ground. We know, God, that you didn't have to allow us to see this day, but you did. And for that, oh God, we are grateful. So, God, as we are gathered here in this place and space, oh God, we ask, oh God, that your word will will edify our hearts and our minds, oh God, as we seek to be more like you. God, have mercy. Have mercy right now. In the name of Jesus, we pray. And all of God's people said, Amen. You may be seated in the presence of the Lord.
1: people, the 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 people, the, the,
2: Another minute, not an hour or another day, but at this moment, with my arms outstretched, I need you to make a way, and you have done so many things.
1: I stretch
2: my hands to thee Come, rescue me How will your daughter. Come rescue me I need you right away The agony of being alone The fear of doing things on my own The dust and the dry waves and trials that beat down on me. But to know, Lord, in you, I've got the victory. another second or oh, another minute I need you right away to
0: Jeff, Brother Eric, for what they render to the glory of God. Think about those words he just sang. How many of y'all can testify that you need the Lord? Some of y'all got it all together, I know, but there's a few honest folk in the building that know they can't take another step unless the Lord is ordering those steps. to see
1: today two
0: of the most recent baptism candidates in the building, Jamal and brother Charlie Ward in the building, good to see you, hallelujah to both of you, good to see you both today, good to see you both, one day I'm going to tell you a story about that. credit for that or contribution for that song. I went to school with Smokey Noble to Garrett and uh, when I was up there, we were at Garrett together, he wanted to uh, find out about the chaplain corps because I was there on sabbatical from the Navy and uh, we, he talked He wanted to find out about being a chaplain in the Navy where well, I heard him not sing that song, but another song in chapel. And uh, when he asked me about it, because he was really interested in it, I asked, I said, why you want to be in a chaplain choir when you sing like this? Now, Mr. King, I want to claim credit. Man. But he sure did ask me. Cause he was really interested and now look what god is doing in his life it wasn't because of me but he showed it ass me and i told him you'd be man you'd be crazy but he is a wonderful wonderful servant of the lord and we continue to pray for Brother Pastor Norman. i want to read it to you here once more and again 1 Corinthians 3 and 9, 1 verse 4. We are laborers
1: together
0: with God. Ye are God's husbandry. Ye are God's building. We are laborers together. I want to speak from the subject of teamwork. Teamwork. This ain't deep, but it is relevant. Teamwork. In this life, there is no avoiding work. Work is the driving force behind a healthy economy and a comfortable lifestyle. Ebenezer work is so important, so critical, that in Second Thessalonians three ten, Paul told the church that if anybody refused to work, he should not eat. There just isn't much of a return on being lazy. Let me give you a bit of a background for today's sermon. The the early Corinthian church was being threatened by Greek influence to follow or swear loyalty to a favorite teacher. Paul and Apollos were the figureheads of these two parties. Some favored Paul, while others favored the teachings of Apollos. But Paul saw the danger in this distorted kind of loyalty, so he stepped in to squelch or put to an end the rivalry. Paul describes in poetic analogy the beauty, the beauty of teamwork. He says, "We're, we're like a couple of gardeners. He says, some plant and some water, but neither one of us has anything to do with the increase. That's God's work. Paul goes on to remind the church and the church members that the one who plants and the one who waters are on the same team. Oh, y'all don't hear me today. So I want to reflect for a few moments on, on teamwork. Teamwork. There was a famous football coach who once said, I'm just a plow hand from Arkansas. But I've learned how to hold a team together. How to lift some men up, how to calm down others until finally they've got one heartbeat together. A team. And my philosophy is this. If anything goes bad, I did it. If anything goes semi-good, then we did it. If anything goes real good, then you did it. That's all it takes to get people to win games for you. Little did that football coach know at the time, but his analogy summarizes First Corinthians 3 and 9, for we are Laborers together with God. ye are God's husbandry, ye are collective God's building. It's a simple, straightforward verse of Scripture. By the ninth verse of the third chapter, of First Corinthians, most of Paul's poetic analogy has been stripped away, and we are left with three, three clear, concise points to ponder. Point number one, with teamwork, with teamwork, we share the work. Do you hear what I'm saying? We are laborers together with God. Each one of us is called to a specific work, but none of us is able to accomplish that work without the other. What's the old song? I need you and you need me. We all are part of God's family. Like branches of a tree that depend upon each other for sustenance, we bloom, Ebenezer, when we
1: are connected.
0: Do you hear what I'm saying? We bloom when we are connected. We all, or at least we all should, draw from the same source of strength and the same nutrient at the root, and that is Jesus Christ. And Christ's lifeblood flows through our branches to feed every member of the team. Now, the good news is all of us have a role to play. Just like when you look at your body, the head can't do what the hand does. The hand has its own role to play. The foot can't do what the eyes does. The eyes have its own role to play. We, as we labor together, have our own role to play. And if we are going to be successful, we realize that we got to work together. Spirit just said, work together, children. Don't you get weary. Work together, children. There's a
1: great camp
0: meeting in the promised land. As we labor together, we're working together to get to the promised land for our faith community. We have reminders all around us about working together. When we look in the realm of nature. God teaches us something about teamwork. Take the honeybee. I know some of y'all don't like bees and y'all swum away, but bees are amazing insects. On a warm day, about half the honey bees in a hive stay inside beating their wings while the other half go out to gather pollen and nectar. Because of the beating wings, the temperature inside the hive is about 10 degrees cooler than outside. The bees then rotate through these and the bees that cool the hive one day are honey gatherers the next day. That's teamwork. Ants teach us as well the value of teamwork. Ants operate in much the same fashion. They split into teams and rotate the work in order to maintain their strength. That's why ants can pull far more than their weight. Perhaps one of the greatest examples are geese. Geese are another example of teamwork in nature. You ever look up geese fly in a V formation, creating an upward air current that reduces the amount of energy needed to fly. And when the goose at the point gets tired, he falls back to rest in the upward current and another takes his place to that point. Sadly, man is the only one of God's living creature that bucks teamwork. Humanity prefers to take full credit for their own achievements rather than share in the glory with others. Our desire for self-recognition is part of our sin nature. But God's success plan for our lives and for the building of the kingdom revolves around teamwork. As laborers together with God, we play an important part in carrying out God's plan for humankind. But God himself established the value of teamwork in the beginning of creation when he said, and this is God speaking, it's not good for man to be alone. I will make him a helper. Now, where Adam and Eve had their issues, they still were a team. Ruth knew the value of teamwork when she said to Naomi, Thy people shall be my people, and thy God, my God. King Solomon knew the value of teamwork when he told his son, Iron sharpens iron, and one man sharpens another. Paul knew the value of teamwork when he encouraged the early church to be like-minded you see teamwork gets the job done right one person working alone will take longer use less creativity demonstrate less strength and end up with an inferior result but Ecclesiastes 4 and 12 reminds us that two is better than one and three is better than two. Some of y'all get that on the way home. That ain't deep. But it's shown up true. In other words, when we work as a team, we get a better result. Do you hear me this morning? That's what we're trying to do with our restoration, working as a team. Because the good news is all of us are different. I don't think like you. And you don't think like me. You don't look like me. And I don't look like you. I don't have the same experience as you have. And neither do you have the same experience that I have. But when we put it all together and work together, we get a better result. What? Together. Point two. With teamwork, we share the responsibility. Our scripture verse says, ye are God's husbandry. Husband is just a, a fancy name for farmer. In other words, we are God's farmers. We have the awesome responsibility of cultivating the earth with a powerful gospel message that will produce crop after crop of saved souls. We've been left with the spiritual science of how to accomplish this great work. The Bible gives us all the direction we need to achieve our goal. All we have to do is read it and follow God's instructions, for we are God's seed planters. We plant the seed of invitation. What do you mean, preacher? We say, for God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son, that whosoever believeth in him should not perish, but have everlasting life. We plant the seed of forgiveness, saying, if we confess our sins, he is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. We plant the seed of brotherly love, saying, beloved, Let us love one another, for love is of God, and everyone that loves is born of God, and God, and knows God. You see, beloved, we are God's ground management team, the the head of his domestic affairs. All of God's resources are at our fingertips. All we have to do is be frugal with our time, thrifty with our talents, and careful with our conversation.
1: That's the summary
0: of our responsibility. Point number three. With teamwork, we share in the success. When we get phase one completed and phase two completed, ain't nobody trying to say, Pastor Person did this. Oh, y'all don't hear me. We, Ebenezer, shares in the success. I don't even talk like that. When I meet with other ministers, get a chance to talk to other people, I tell them I serve at Ebenezer. I don't say, that's my church. Ebenezer is where I serve. Because the church belongs to God. So anything that we do, we do together. Oh, y'all don't want to hear the truth this morning. Ye are God's building. A building is a solid structure. It denotes permanence and longevity. It stands as a testament to hard work. It also stands as a shelter for those who participated in the work. For example, you work hard. You buy a house for your family. The house is a testament to your work and a shelter or reward for your work. We are the church, and we are God's building. Jesus promised us that the gates of hell shall not prevail against it. And for more than 2,000 years, the church has stood as a testament of God's faithfulness to his promise and a shelter for those who are part of the team. And it is our hope. That this
1: branch of Zion
0: will continue on doing our part. Like any building, church is a structure. It has its walls and its floors and its ceiling, but the good bones of our church's exterior are not what helps us prevail against the enemy. You see, Ebenezer, it's what's in the church that stands as a testament to the power of God. We are called to be the back bones of God's church to carry the load and do the work of the Lord. We put our shoulder to the plow while wrist bones watch and jawbones bones talk and knuckle bones knock but we press on because we are the church. We are Ebenezer. The message in 1 Corinthians 3 and 9 is clear. If we do not share in the labor and the responsibility, we cannot share in the success. That's one of the basic principles of life and a foundational principle in the kingdom of God. We have to share in the labor and responsibility. I have known too many preachers, in years past, they had to do everything. They had to preach the sermon, bless the babies, do the communion, visit sick, be the taxi driver, be the painter, be a substitute usher, sing in a choir play on the drum. Y'all ain't feeling me. There was a time when pastors had, felt like they had to do everything, and what happened is they worked themselves into an early grave because they would not be willing to share in the responsibility. That's why I don't feel no pressure here at Ebenezer as it relates to evangelism because I firmly understand. That it's just not my sole responsibility. It's yours too. Teamwork is God's cord of strength. Teamwork is what moves the church of Jesus Christ forward. Teamwork is what gets us through this life to the next. You know, we close every worship service with a benediction. Benediction is a blessing. That's why you ought not run out of church before the benediction, to make it to your brunch or wherever you're going. And there are many benedictions in the Bible. But one of my favorite is the one that reminds me and talks about teamwork. It reminds me that I am not alone in this kingdom-building work. It reminds me that I am only one small part of the big picture. And if I do my part, then I will please God. And I get to hear God say, well done. This bendiction comes from Romans 15 and 5 and 6. It says, uh, now the God of patience and consolation grant you to be like-minded one toward another according to Christ Jesus, that ye may with one mind and one mouth glorify God. Even the father of our Lord Jesus Christ. Ebenezer the Lord is searching and looking for team members. He's looking for like-minded people. He's looking for soul seekers. He's looking for seed planters. There's no experience necessary. Because the good news is his Holy Spirit will be your teacher. Just come. Come confessing your need for Christ. So I invite you, come and join Christ's team. The pay may not be much, but the benefits are out of this world. The Word of God for the people of God and all of God's people said, Amen. We're going to open the doors of the church. Perhaps there's someone here that wants to be a part of the team. We're asking right now for you to make that choice today as we extend to you an invitation to join this household of faith. As you give your life to the Lord, give your hand to us we extend this invitation for you to join with us here at Ebenezer. The doors of the church are open. Speak
2: to my heart. Speak to my heart. Holy Spirit, give me the word that will bring the life. Words on the wings of the morning. Our darkness will fade away. You speak to my heart my heart holy spirit
1: give me the word that
2: will bring you light words on the wings of the morning our dark nights will fade away you speak to my heart speak to my heart speak to my Speak to my heart. Speak to my heart.
1: Speak
2: to my heart, Lord. Sing. Give your holy word. If I can't hear
1: from
2: you, then i Put know a come on. I won't go alone. I never go on my own. Let your spirit guide me, let your word abide, speak to my heart, Lord, give me your holy word, if I can't
1: hear from you, then i know
2: what to do, I won't go alone, I'll never go on my own, let your spirit guide me, let your word abide, speak to my heart, Lord, me your holy word, if I can't hear from you, then I know what to do. I won't go alone, i never go on my own. Send your spirit,
1: God, let your word
2: abide. Make the my Lord, give me your holy word,
1: if I can't hear from you, then I know what I won't go on. I
2: never I go, go, go for my own. own. Let, Let your spirit out.
1: Let Ooh. your word the my.
0: Amen. I'm going to have men of the king to pray. I'm going to ask my deacons to come and stand behind our brother. Actually, if we could get all the men in the church. Come on, come on. Except for the musicians, I know y'all are busy. If I could just get all the men in the church to come stand around this brother as we pray for him. Brother Jaquille was baptized here earlier this year, and a couple of weeks ago, he is coming for prayer. Come on, brother Charlie. If you're a man and you're able to get down here, if you're not, as understand, Deep time, don't worry about you, good. Julius, come
1: on down, stand up.
0: Touch and agree. We don't pray right now. We pray as the Spirit gives us utterance. Father God, we we know you know, Brother Jaqueel. He gave his life to you just a few weeks ago in this very place. God, we also know that. There is an attack on black men in this country. God, we recognize that the minute he gave his life over to you, that there was a target put on his back by the enemy. And God, we recognize that the enemy is busy and that the enemy is trying to take over his mind. But God, we send that demon back to the pits of hell, wherever it came from. God, we're praying for clarity right now for Brother Dekeel on today. God, we're praying that you would give him peace of mind, that you would give him clarity, God, that you would guide his decisions, God, guide his choices, God, order his steps, God, do everything that's necessary, God, to keep him a part of your kingdom family. God, we recognize that every day there is a struggle. But, God, we recognize that if you keep him in the hollow of your hand, if that you keep a hedge of protection around him, God, that you would just hold him, God, in every place that he's struggling right now, God, that you would just lift him up. God, we're praying right now, God, that you would strengthen his mind on today, God, that you would strengthen his back, God, on the day that he wants to bow down to the enemy, God, that you would keep him upright in your face on today, God. God, wherever he's lacking, God, we're praying for increase right now. God, wherever he's lacking, oh, God, we're praying right now for increase. God, we're asking right now, God, that whatever clouds are in his mind right now, God, that you would remove them. Anything that's lacking or hindering him from seeing who you are today, God, we're asking right now that you would remove them.
2: God, you said
0: in your word that you would never leave us nor forsake us. God, we're trusting right now that you would be with Brother Jaquillo, not just here at Ebenezer, but from every step forward that he takes from this place, that he would walk upright and righteously in your name. For Jesus is his king. Jesus is our king. And we're praying right now, God, that you would be with him wherever he goes, through the highways and byways, God, when he's up and when he's down, God, be with him on today. God, we're praying, we're trusting, and we're believing that when he leaves this place, better will have already started. I say better would have already started. We pray this prayer right now. If you believe
2: that God can do anything but fail, let every heart in his say amen. Oh, come on, say it like you mean it, amen. Hallelujah.
1: Let's go. My heart, Lord, give me your holy word. If I can't
2: hear from you, then I know what to do. I won't go alone. I never go on my own. Let your spirit guide me. Let your word, God, speak to my heart, Lord. Give me your holy word. If I can't hear from you, then I know what to do. I won't go alone. I never go on my own. Let your spirit guide me and let your word abide. Speak to my heart, Lord. Give me give me your holy word. If I can't hear from you, then I know what to do. I won't go on, my own. i never go on my own, let your spirit
1: guide,
2: and let your word abide, sing to my own, and give me your
1: holy word, I can't you, I know what to do, I won't go on, I will go on my own, let your spirit guide, dig make sure you got a good number,
0: a good number, that, 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 what y'all just saw, that looked like teamwork, oh, y'all don't hear me, yeah? that looked like teamwork, y'all just, don't, just there, grab that from, from him, y'all, that, that could be any one of us, that's right. Hey, don't let him, don't let him leave Mayberry. Hold him there. That could be any one of us. Because there are days that the enemy will try and trick your mind and tell you you need to do something that god does not want you to do and he will confuse you and confound you but you ought to be glad that he has sense enough the bible says that when he came to himself he came back to where he could find his father and oh god i, I wish y'all would get that sometimes it's not about how you feel it's about what you got to do and i believe the spirit of god compels him to come back to this place amen Sometimes you have hit the reset button. Amen. And now unto him who's able to keep you from falling to present you before his father was
1: exceedingly
0: great joy to so the all wise God be dominion in power honor and glory now and and forevermore in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit go in
1: peace to serve the Lord I'm going to be mm mm-hmm. you. Thank you.